Welcome back and welcome to episode 169 of Those Millennials Podcast. Today, I'm your humble, grateful, extremely thankful host, Kay the Classic. I'm here in my nearest and dearest, my boys and friends in real life. People say I don't look at the camera while I'm saying my thing. So now I'm going to look directly at the camera while I'm talking. Uh, Jesse's here. Jesse, welcome back. Uh, how you doing? How's your mental health? How's your pockets? That's it? I'm good, man. The pockets, the pockets is a little tight. Cause I got a new apartment. Yeah, I like honesty. The pockets is tight as everything. The pockets are tight. The pockets are tight. I'm doing overtime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm uh, filming something to make some money. Go do overtime at work. You know, trying to. You know, trying to get back to where I was. Hundred percent. And the people's favorite guest, uh, Tommy. Oh, I'm sorry, not Tommy the Clown. Uh, Clips. St- Clipster is here. <laughs> Ah, wow, that's crazy. Hey, man, man. Uh, for those who don't know, if who don't follow Clips, Clips was, uh, I didn't know Clips was Tommy the Clown uh, um, on his Instagram a, a couple of days ago. He was fly, though, man, and he cracked dance for the one time. Look, man, yeah. I work with kids. It was I Carnival Day. I had, I, had to bring, <laughs> I had to bring the clown spirit. That's all you need, all you needed was some 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 fresh timbo, timbos, and you'd have been good. You'd have been straight. Oh my god! <laughs> you'd have crunked yeah, some I, timbs. I didn't, give, I didn't give y'all all the moves either. I didn't give y'all all the moves. You didn't give us all the moves. But uh, you know, one one day, one day, I'll 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 grace the gram with some. Nah, I thought that was so goals. funny, man. That was that was the clips led the kids. I thought that was so hilarious, man. That was so funny. <laughs> uh, no yes, real tonight. Um, uh, oh my bad. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say pockets. You know, it's okay. How you? How's your pockets and mental health? I didn't ask you. Mental health is is a one. I'm I'm I am in a good space, even though it's hot as shit. But I'm in a good space. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. All right, no problem. How's your mental? Oh, thank you. Nobody's ever asked me. Um, You doing? uh, So earlier this week, every like once a year. Right. <laughs> so the one that's you know, the one that's actually in therapy. Uh, uh, not no more so much. But um, I'm fine. Uh, today I'm fine. Uh, two days ago it was crisis, but I'm fine today. So that's where I'm at. Thank you. Day, I appreciate you asking, man. We love the honesty, hey, and I'm you know, you know where we here. at, Kev. If you need, I'm here. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm my honest self is. As, as much as is possible. That's where I'm trying to be at. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys for come, uh, for spending time with us, listening to us, watching us. Shout out to everybody that's watching on YouTube. We appreciate you guys. But I want to give a big shout out to everybody that's listening uh, via uh, our DSPs because we've reached 50 countries, which is pretty fly. We've been listened to in 50 different countries which is a milestone. We've been on like 47 for the longest, but we re- finally reached 50 countries. So I think that's pretty fly. Um, shout yeah. out to Bangladesh. That's by no little joke. Cause I just like saying Bangladesh. <laughs> Listen to us in Bangladesh. Um, anyway, but yeah, thank you. We appreciate you guys. And um, shit, ha- happy birthday to hip hop. We're going to talk about hip hop. We're going to talk about James Harden, Jesse's boy, James Harden. 
Um, we're talking about Michael Orr and his conservatorship. But first, um, we're going to do the not list, uh, as we always do, up top, up front. Um, in all honesty, obviously, we're recording a day before uh, we, we uh, normally record. Uh, to, so the not list is not as robust as it normally is. But I got, we got some shit to get off anyway. Um, first and foremost, um, this was pretty cool. So uh, number one on the not list. Uh, did you guys know that today Barbie is the highest uh, grossing movie for Warner Brothers Pictures of all time? Did you guys know this? The Barbie yeah, movie, which has been in theaters for how long? Maybe like a month really? Yeah. Yeah. It grossed more than, it, oh, it's not even a month yet. Is it? Yeah, it's a month. It's definitely got to be a month. Um, I mean, with no TV, people have to go to the movies now. <laughs> all right. Uh, so... With that, I that like. Gross, I just happened. You guys know how I love. I love stats. That gross more than the Dark Knight or the, the Dark yes. Knight. So I have the stats in front of me. So because you know I love. I Kevin loves some stats. Okay. So I looked at Warner Brothers' whole their their biggest box offices of all time, right? So Barbie movie Barbie movie moves into the uh, to number one. What do you guys think? Is there number two? It, I mean, it's a big franchise. I, I would imagine you guys would. I want to say it's Harry Potter, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, that's a shocker. Yeah, yeah, that it beat Harry yeah, Potter. Harry so Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows is number two on the list. That's Strangely crazy. enough, uh, Aquaman is number three, which I don't know why. Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. Ah. Exactly. Jesse, I mean, okay, that's thought, the face I'm I made. Going. That's the face I'm going I off of. I'm going off of like old school stuff. Like it's a lot easier to beat stuff nowadays. Um, yeah. Wait, so Aquaman what, is number Lord three. The, then you got the Lord Dark Knight the Rises. Then you got the Joker movie. And then after that, um, it's a basically a clusterfuck of the Hab- uh, the Hobbit. I'm sorry, I always say the Habit. The Hobbit yeah, and like, Harry Potter movies. Like, the Lord of the Rings is on yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. So That's I thought that was surprising. I thought that was surprising. Inception, one of my favorite movies of all time, is at number twenty-three. But uh, yeah, shout out to the Barbie movie. Still haven't seen it. Uh, probably will wait now until it hits some streaming service, and you know, that's how I'll Same. check it out. So, but I, I've heard, I've heard everybody that I've uh, I I talked to, and and um, they said it's they said it's good. They said it's not what you think it is, but it's it's actually good. So, yeah. That's what everybody says. How good it is, and I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll, when I get the chance, when it when it hits streaming, I, believe me, I'll have a Friday, Saturday night, and just and, and sit and watch it. I think right, the more surprising thing about it too, though, is everything I've heard because I've yet to see it too, is yep. that it's not a kids movie. So yes, it beating Harry movie. Potter, that's a kids movie, is crazy. Yeah, I mean, women are women are lining up. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Aquaman is where it's at, big dog. That's so dumb. I'm. I don't. I was so surprised. Hey, hey, hey. 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 I'm still, I just report I'm the still, news. Still, I don't I'm make the news. I just. I just. I don't think people away. remember how. Like, I don't want to shit on Aquaman like that, but it was it was solid. But some of the CGI scenes was just looked nasty. Um. Anyway, but hey, it happens, man. I don't know if the money ran out and they they stopped using the 4K cameras for some of the scenes, but I don't know. But some of the- it's doing a, it's doing all of that with like making water. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. That's the what water I'm, is hard. I know yeah, that. Yeah, water I know is that's so hard. Tough. That's what I said. I know that's tough. Yeah. All right, number two on the not list. Oh, but so real quick before I go to number two on the list, I think 
that it's crazy that again movies like this are 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 booming and we just passed the literally last uh like two days ago i think we passed 100 days on the strike between the writers and the uh and the um why can't i think of uh the higher ups writers and producers writers and producer strike it's it's finally it's reached 100 days uh i think up tuesday it reached 100 days if i remember correctly off the top of my head give them their money give them their money i mean it's 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 not a shocker yeah yeah. there's nothing that's telling people to stop going to watch stuff the the true issue is is it's it's gonna affect television but yeah um and then film is just gonna be a lot of reality tv and game shows on television and you know I, I I told you. I think I said last week. I was like, I'm rewatching The Last of Us right now because like I haven't. There's nothing to me. There's nothing like new that I like. I'm I'm jumping Shit, to. That means The Last of Us got completely pushed back. Damn. Yeah, I know. Don't don't. No. Not gonna even get from that. See, that's I, I was I'm reading saying, an article like, today where they was talking about uh, they were in the process of hiring um the character for um. I don't want to spoil the movie, but they're about to they're in the process of hiring the next big character. If you follow the game of The Last of Us and they, you know, they had to stop because the strike happened. So. Well, you know, what would solve this, guys. Who's that? MTV. Bring it on in. Start playing music videos again. <laughs> bring the box back. Bring the box back. Just just bring all that shit. Bring TRL back. Don't bring all them. Bring all this shit back. 106. Uh, number two. So this weekend was a big monumental event for the NBA and the uh, uh, to me and, and as uh, I'm gonna say to all of us, but definitely to to me because it just sat with me that like you know my favorite player is in the Hall of Fame. Like so, obviously the Hall of Fame happened. The Hall of Fame uh, to me one of the best Hall of Fames there is. I mean, there's nothing beating the KG Kobe. Paul Pierce, I'm missing somebody off the top of my head. Who was in that? I feel like I'm missing another big name. But it's a damn good follow Ray Allen? Was it? I think it was Ray Allen. It was Ray Allen. That Hall of Fame. Nobody's Steve Nash might have been there too. Anyway, hmm. I'm sorry. I'm, prob- I'm probably butchering it. But no, the KG Paul Pierce Kobe class is nobody's touching that class in my opinion. Oh, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was in that class too. It was KG, Tim. I was... It was Tim, KG, Kobe, Pierce. Who was the coach? I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I should have researched that better. I apologize, guys. Um, but anyway, um, I, I just want to give – I don't know if you guys watched it. I didn't ask you if you guys, you guys watched it. But I watched the whole thing. Um, and w- the only thing I'm going to say is that, obviously, I <laughs> emotional. It's weird seeing players that you watched in college – retire in the hall of fame like mm-hmm. my first year of watching college basketball was the year Dwayne wade was a part of was on marquette that was my like i never watched college basketball that was never a thing that i like was interested in like that so Dwayne wade's first year at marquette was the year that i like got sort of into college basketball it wasn't so much i mean i watched the jj reddick thing and obviously played for duke so it was just like eh, i don't care enough Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. watching Dwayne go all the way through college and an NBA and have a whole NBA career and then watching him on all the fame uh, stage, it did something to me. Uh, I would say for me, the 
the biggest takeaway was Pop's speech was incredible. He took the longest, and he should because he's in the Hall of Fame and he's still fucking coaching with a fucking goat. Um, but, I don't know. Retire first, and then you get in the Hall of Fame. You think that's weird? <laughs> yeah, because he's still performing. he's still active. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's that's that's. I mean, same thing with Becky Hammond, but um, his. Well, she's getting more as a player. She's not getting as a coach. That's true. That's true. I didn't think of it that way. That's true. Um, Pop's command of the room, it's he literally he had the whole room in his hands when he was doing his speech. It's just it's like from somebody who, you know, tries to talk on the mic and just understands and tries to put themselves in these perspectives and people's shoes with shit like that. Watching Pop sit in front of a mic and then just talk about what he's overcome, the coaches that he thought were his idol, or I'm sorry, the coach that he had as his idols, the coaches that he felt like had no reason bringing him along with him to make him the coach that he is today. And then just watching him have a command of that room of all these great players and fans and media people, it was, it was like, (laughs) it was dope to me. It was just fly to me. But uh, I've been talking for the longest. Uh, any, any, I don't know if you guys even did. You guys watch it, or do you guys watch some clips of the Hall of Fame thing? What did you guys think? Clips, you can go. Um, I think, I think this was the first Hall of Fame where everyone who got the opportunity to speak like resonated with me. Yeah, like I love, I loved all of the speeches. I, I felt like this one was very very spot on and i think this one was one that was more player heavy in a while um because you know they usually do like people who are contributors or players and coaches but this one was really cool and then i think even just the hype around this one was really good like i don't know if y'all got the chance to see that guy who um was able to go and do like a meet and greet but he got everyone's autograph around his tattoo of the hall of fame. And then now he's going to get all of their signatures tattooed to match the tattoo that he got. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But I feel like this hall of fame particularly was a little piece of the NBA for everybody. Like if you look at a, a huge global scale of like people identifying the NBA, this class definitely um, embodied that a lot. Um, and I think, this was one of those classes, like how you spoke about how Pop talking about his struggle and different things. I feel like everyone in this class really spoke from that place as well, which was really cool to see. Um, and overall, I mean, yeah, this is this was a, this is going to be a tough class to to beat mm. the next like next year. I don't know, I don't know who you're going to put in this cl- like to battle that. It's like, go down for a while, over- man. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna be down it's gonna be down for a while. I mean, we have some greats that's still in the league. That's you know like I, I can't wait. I was thinking about this because I'm stupid and I'm a nerd. I was like, whenever Russell Westbrook retires, because like that'll be the longest like media time that he has in front of a mic. He could just say whatever the fuck he wants, right? He can say yeah. whatever the fuck he wants in front of the microphone. He's gonna get in at a time where he still is like gonna have some spicy feelings. Yeah. Yeah, and like I think, unless he gets into the media bit industry, but unless, it's, nah. unless it's, 
I don't I don't see him getting into the media because why would he become someone who did nothing but tear him down? Mm. Like I can I can I can see him going on like um, a Gilbert Arenas podcast. I think he could do a yeah. I would think he would do a podcast, but some guys they do it to. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Jalen. He's always said I do it because I was tore down my entire career, so. I I wanted to be the one that did the opposite. So you never really see him really like bash anybody or really like go at anybody hard. So I think that would be his intention, but I don't think he would go. I don't think he'll go the television route. I I think he would go podcast route, like you were saying. But um, I I just think that. And I also think when LeBron retires, it's going to be just him and a bunch of whatevers. I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be, yeah, there's just going to be nobody that. It's yeah, it's gonna be him and let me ask you this question because you said it's gonna be a down year next year, and I'm trying to think of next year because it's like damn they put been retired for a while. Where you know, you know I can see them. Has Manu got on? I think they said didn't they say Shan? No, they they, they said uh, uh, Sean Marion and 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 Amari Stoudemire getting statues. I thought they were saying they was they was getting they, they were. There was next inductees for there for HOF. I don't think they were. I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head. Yeah. I, don't even wanna, I couldn't tell you. Off All right. Head. So I mean, look, who would do you think? I love Sean Marion, but he he's not. To me, he's not HOF. He's not. No, he's not Hall of Famer. But uh, well, let's also understand the basketball Hall of Fame is the Hall of pretty good. <laughs> it is. Um, just like in anything, there's tears. And, and they no, should no, of course. Mine. That, that should be tears. I, I, it's here, like you got in, but you don't get access to that room. Yeah. I mean, who – right, if LeBron were to retire today yeah. in five years, <laughs> is there anybody that would be like you would think of that? Chris Paul? Chris Maybe Paul, okay. at the same time as Chris? Okay. Uh, Derrick Rose. You think Derrick Rose is HOF? I I think I think he would be someone that they look at and definitely consider putting him in. Okay. I okay. personally don't think he is, but like Jesse said, it's the Hall of Very. He he had like four really good years, and then. But he also had a good college year. year. He had a good like college. Dwight year. Dwight is more of a Hall of Famer HOF than. Ooh, Dwight would go in. Dwight, if Dwight were to retire today, he would go in. Dwight is That's more of a He is retired. He's not playing in the NBA. I, I think when they, I think they do it when your basketball career is over. His basketball career is over. I mean, I think it is, but he hasn't officially put them papers in. I agree with you, but he hasn't officially. Well, I would say, he ain't put them papers in, but he sends a lot of text messages. Yeah, I, I mean. I'm trying to think of people that are like on their last legs because, of course, like Chris Paul is actually a perfect choice. I like Steph. I feel like has a few more years, so I don't want to yeah. put him on his last they, legs. Do they it do would be a, fly Udonis? if they somehow Haslam? jig it up where Steph, if they put uh, Steph and LeBron at the same time, that would be fly. But that Wait, that would be weird. What's up? Wait, I'm sorry. I, I said thinking. it'd be weird. I said it'd be dope if they can somehow, some way, get LeBron and Steph in the same year. I think that'd be fly. But they, they I don't they think they would do it. it. Yeah. What What if they did a situation where it was like Braun, Westbrook, Steph? That'd be fly. I don't That'd think. Crazy. I don't think they but want. It's, it's weird because 
I don't think they Kobe, want KG, and Tim Duncan were all peers. Like they came in yeah. together. Like they were all yeah. peers. Like LeBron went to Steph Davidson games. Like it's they were peers because they went in the finals against each other back in, a couple times. But like that's mm-hmm. still Steph's OG because nigga, you went to my camp. I, I would say this <laughs> I, as players. <laughs> as players, I don't think they want that. They want that. You know, that. You know what I'm saying? I think. If Steph, if say LeBron were to retire now and Steph wants to retire, I think he would wait a year, yeah, and then and so he doesn't have to go in the same year and get outshined by LeBron. Agreed. I don't think they want to like be in each other's like NBA as well. I can see that. Um, you have anything else on the Hall yeah. of Fame? Uh, night? uh, shout out to um, I didn't say his name yet. Shout out to uh, Mark J. Spears for uh being inducted for the media and for writers for the the Kurt Gowdy Award. Mark J. Spears is dope as hell. Uh, it's funny because uh, Rel and I actually got to meet him at our the first time we went to go see Victor Wimbanyama, and he was just the coolest dude, man. He just I told him I like the only reason I really again I this is at the time where I wasn't reading articles, especially I think he was on the undefeated. He wasn't on like ESPN, ESPN, which is you know if if you know that ESPN is. The undefeated is in the uh, uh is under the umbrella of ESPN, but it's like black it's only like, black writers. Um, mm-hmm. but I told him I was like I I was like man I'm a, I'm a big fan of you. I listen to you all the you and Brian on the on the Hoop Collective all the time, and I just think your stories are really dope. And he you know he said he appreciate that shit. Uh, shout out to Mark J Spears, fire, HOF. Before, before we leave all the way, yes, Andre Iguodala is also around H-O-F. LeBron's age. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And yeah. is Andre HOF? Yeah, he got the finals. I don't know. I don't know. He's he gonna the, get like, it. Yeah, he's gonna get it. He got the he got the finals. Kyle, I don't Kyle think there's ever been a finals MVP that's not been HOF. What what were you saying, Clips? I said, does Kyle Larry get in? Yeah. I think Kyle Larry gets in. Oh, you don't think so? I don't know. What about DeMar DeRozan? Oh, I think Kyle Lowry gets in. Kyle Lowry definitely gets in. What he what they were doing on those Raptors? Somebody teams? asked me the other day, does um does Jimmy get in? And I was just like, I guess Jimmy Butler. Jimmy's gonna get in. Get, dude, I I, when we say the Hall of pretty good, is it just because because his counting his counting stats? Because Jimmy was like kind of a late bloomer. Same thing with Kyle, but Kyle has a championship, and you know I think he's got enough all stars to warrant that. Conference Jimmy final. was sort of a late bloomer, and I guess you know he's been the man on the Miami Heat for the longest, you know. So I, I mean, sure. I, I, think guess. Play, I think his playoff performance gets him in. Sure, I, I don't. Our his playoff. I don't know what to say. The way he does his playoff. Sure, he <laughs> might be HOF. we got to remember Pager made it. <laughs> we got to remember Pager made it. Has one of the highest three point percentages. Don't do that, man. Don't do that to my man Pager. What is that? That's, that's wild. That's wild. AJ that's was wild. a walking. Hey, let's move on. We got. We we got to. They were scrambling to find other stats. AJ, <laughs> they were scrambling. They was pulling. They said, like somebody told me Mike Bibby was the favorite, like, and I damn near lost it. I was like, look, I like my baby, but no. Anyway, is it in a combined though? I love Mike Bibby. Love, no, love he doesn't. I, I, agree. I, I, agree. I, I, I love the. Uh, I love the phone posits. Everything he did in sack, but I'm cool. Does Blake get in? Because nope. he's bye. See ya. Never. 
We can do this game all day. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, number three on yeah. the not list, uh, and this oh, one hurts me. Um, Clips, I saw you. Uh, you was in, you was doing this yesterday. So um, number three on the not list. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. I mean, so the Las Vegas Aces lost four games. Now I, I said they were only gonna lose three games this entire season. I think the Las Vegas Aces need Candace Parker to beat the Liberty now, man. I think I think okay, at one point sure. where I I sat there and I was like, I think the Aces can beat the I think the Aces can beat the Liberty without her. But now after watching two games now where they basically got run out of the court gym and they both basically had in my mind there was no real threat of winning that game even when they won took the lead in in the second half. Isn't Candace done for the season though? She's out indefinitely. Yeah. She's out indefinitely, but we haven't heard anything else. We haven't even heard anything else. That's a tough one. I'm, I'm holding on to hope. Um, I, I got to, I, and, and I, as much as I love Asia Wilson, I got I, I to gotta do it. Give it to her. It was a complete ghost in Give two games against the Liberty. She played well in the first game against the Liberty, bought out. Um, her and KP. I'm, again, like, I'm not giving no, I'm not shooting nobody no bell. Uh, oh, no. That first quarter was disgusting. Kelsey, oh, yeah. Kelsey Plum. And Asia Wilson have been not good against. Again, the Liberty has players that have played Asia Wilson. Like again, Brianna Stewart is an awesome defender. She, but most of the time, uh, Asia was being guarded by John Quill Jones, who you know is six four, six five range, big as hell, can stay in front of Asia like they know Asia's move to the T. It's just, and then you know, it, it was just bad. Yesterday was bad. Um, to me, the Liberty didn't even play that great. Until uh, no. I can't think of the uh, the the chick off the bench that came in and just hit all those threes. I can't oh, remember. Oh, uh, Johannes, that she was lighting it up. She was a fucking. She came out. She was a flamethrower. She just came out and just started chugging and was hitting everything. Um, the only she player I trust. Shout out to Dustin because me and Dustin had back and forth about this because he thinks Chelsea Gray is the second best player on the in, on the on the Aces, and I said. And shout out to to Space God because me and him he he put me onto this first. He said this first, and at the time I wasn't there, but now I'm there. To, Jackie Young is the second best player on the Aces, and she's been the no, best player. Jack, on they need to start running the offense through Jackie. Yes, that's because I I love what what Gray's able to do. I yep. love what Plum's able to do, but Jackie is is the young strength yes. of the team right now, and she is a bucket like. Yes. I know we talk about Plum Dog being a bucket, but not ISO against game. them. The, the, I think the length, like she, she's the smallest person on the court. She can't do anything against Jean Quell when she attacks the rim or Stewie. Oh, she, like it's just, it's a no go. And but it, I, I don't want to venture so because simple. what happened? I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying I don't want I don't I don't want I don't want Becky to venture against the, the Liberty right. because that that will say some things, but like. I just she hasn't played well against the Liberty. I think I don't even remember the first game off the top of my head, but I don't think she played that well. Candace Parker was the one that played really well in the first game against yes, Liberty. She, she had like fifteen, uh, like eleven, and she brought yep. John Quell out to the three point line so Asia can cook and just have to go against Brittany uh, Brianna Stewart. But now um, Asia since they're packing the pain. Well, if Asia has to get past John Quill Jones, she got Brianna Stewart long ass right there. So I'm just, you know, I'm not upset. to interrupt, but Candace Parker would be a good Hall of Fame candidate okay. to go with LeBron. She's HOF. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If she stays around, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good. That is a good one. 
I think I think Candace got like one two years though. I think Candace is out of here soon. Me too. I well, think Candace is. And then, but back to what you were saying, Gab. Yeah. I will say this about the game: the Aces did miss a lot of shit that normally they would go in. They missed. They missed. A, they so got open shots I and they missed them. Yeah. It, I don't want to say that they just got dragged, but I will say because I, I don't feel like. Uh, Liberty's defense was doing what it did in the game prior when they played. Mm-hmm. Right? They play them again in but, a week. They play them again in a week. I, yeah, next Thursday, right? Yeah. So the wait, no, is no. Actually, they play tomorrow. Don't they play them again tomorrow? I don't know. Off the top of my head. Off the top of my head. Well, I'll double check. But <laughs> my my thing is they gotta get they gotta get a game before playoffs get there. Yeah. Because they're they're set to play them, I think another two or three times. Two or three more times, yeah, yeah. They 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 backloaded they they backloaded their because they knew every this is the game that everybody wanted to see. They backloaded they should. Oh wow! So yeah, bro. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. As an Aces fan, it hurts, but I think the the, as of right now, you know, they played each other three times. The Aces won the first one, and it was kind of a close closer game. And the the next two times, the Liberty is kind of just handled. Aces and Asia and their best player, Asia Wilson. And, you know, some people feel like KP's their second player. I don't, um, has just been non existent. I will say this I think that losing the Commissioner's Cup, because they was, they was talking hot shit, like they was just going to run it through. Mm-hmm. If this didn't light the flame for them to go on a tear, then I don't know what else will. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, now they got to be the defending champions. They can't be the defending Commissioner Cup winners. Now they're just from this point on, it's all defending champs. Basically, so we have to see how they respond moving forward to this shit. Because they got to go. Jackie Young, put the team on your back. Anyway, yeah, yeah, give it to God. All right, number four on the not list. Um, Chris Brown, new music coming November eleventh. Uh, I know this means nothing for Jesse, and Jesse doesn't care because he doesn't care about the two light-skinned guys, Drake or Chris Brown. He doesn't care about light-skinned gods. Um, but say light-skinned gods? Light-skinned yeah. gods. You're right. Well, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. There's a few that are light-skinned that I'm Who? just, you know, I don't fuck with. <laughs> Chico DeBarge. He cool. Is Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> I notice it. It's a it's a thing with Jesse. Jesse's colors. <laughs> it's colors. I, I don't have no problem with Drake. I just don't listen to Drake. I don't. You know what I mean? That's it. And the same thing with Chris Brown. Chris yeah, Brown. It, it, it's, 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 it's very odd that you don't fuck with the two two of the light skinned legends. That, but it's cool. I fuck with J Cole. You always forget that J Cole. My J. Cole favorite Brown, rapper. dog. Don't do that. J Cole. Oh Brown. wow. Don't do that. Don't do that. See, see, he got. See, Jermaine, he, Jermaine is light skin. Jermaine, Jermaine does not count as light skin. Oh wow. He's not light wow. skin. Wow. Jermaine He's, is Jermaine is Jermaine is a little fair. Ever since he, he had dreads, dread, Jermaine's uh, skin has looked like yeah, yours. Yeah, because you, you, you associated <laughs> him with dark skin because he got nah, Jermaine. Jermaine could be a Marley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, man. So I just, you know, I wanted to get that off. Uh, number five, and finally on the lot, this was added by Clips. Um, so we are not gonna, <laughs> we are not gonna blame Plies for Britney Spears looks like divorce. We're not blaming Plies for this, ladies and gentlemen. It's not his fault. Don't do that. 
Man, you see plies go on that rack for the electric bill. Oh, yeah. Look. <laughs> Look. Leave alone. He going through he it. Got a point. The man got multiple points. Uh, <laughs> yes, he does. I think our bill was like at 320. But what am I going to do? I live in Vegas. Right. You think I'm going to take this AC off? Oh, you crazy geez, as hell. You know, and that's every month or every two months? Every month. Oh, Wait, every month. That's what I'm Man, I told you the pockets is low. Pockets is low. God damn. Pockets is low. But what am, I gonna, what am I going to do? You think I'm going to take, take this right. off and let the AC? It's just disrespectful. They know they don't need to make it that high. It's cool. I'm about to get solar panels. I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to save up to get solar panels, and my, my bill going to be like $50, $40, and we're going to be on. Oh, yeah. Hi, hi. Yeah, hell yeah. I know you can't wait for October. Yeah, I need that. I, I need, I'll put, I'll put in a cool 20 for you on that. <laughs> on the solar panels. <laughs> when I get solar panels, it's over. I'm telling y'all right now, it's over. Uh, all right, so that was a not list. Thank you. Uh, not list sponsored by. That's what I'm supposed to insert whoever we're sponsored by, but we're not sponsored. Yeah. This is not sponsored yet. You can, not yet. If you want your, the not list sponsored, please contact those millennials email. Yeah. What is our email? <laughs> those those millennials at yahoo.com is it still yahoo oh why wouldn't it be yahoo Ooh, I, I thought it was his gmail exists that's all i'm saying because it'd be good right. yeah that's yeah. true no, yeah. i'm gonna just be cool let me just those millennials at aol.com there you go <laughs> AOL, AOL, bro. Just do AOL. Man, y'all got y'all having an aim is crazy. <laughs> AOL. MSN.com. Uh, yeah, hotmail. All right, positiveness, positiveness. Happy birthday to hip hop. Fifty years. Last Friday uh, was a celebration. Um, not only in New York, but it, I think there was a celebration on the West Coast as well. Uh, not only was Rock the Bell celebrating hip hop, um, obviously they had a, a big concert that I was rewatching right now before we, we hit record um, of um, a whole bunch of legacy, uh, upcoming, current uh, hip hop, New York, not all hip, I don't want to say all New York, but mostly, mostly New York based office at Yankee Stadium. Um, that was fly. I think Nas was the headliner, if I remember off the top of my head. He brought out Lauren Hill, but they had Lupe Fiasco. They had T.I. I mean, they had Slick Rick. Um, I'm trying to just think of people off the head. They had Manny Fresh did a DJ set up up, up top. Um, Little Kim. Oh, there's there's some South representation. Huh? Remember we were talking about the South representation? Manny Fresh was there. Manny Fresh was there. South representation. There you go. You're right. I, uh, I I will say this, uh, Uncle Luke made a, a, a We talked about that before you hopped on, the uh, Uncle yeah, Luke. He had a point, and, and Clips and I went back and forth, and we kind of talked about this. Uh, so I, I'm not going to, this is not, this was not my day. I'm going to, I'm going to say where I got this. I got this from, the, on listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and he was talking about how this was supposed to be Death Jam's job. Or a major label's job because I, I, if I remember correctly, I don't remember the other person's name. I should look them up. But Nas and some other person, the who names escapes me right now. I apologize. Where's the one that put this Yankee Stadium um, hip hop fifty year celebration together? Um, and while that's dope and that's fly, because Nas obviously being one of the greatest MCs ever, um, that makes sense. But 
it makes a whole lot more sense for somebody, uh, an entity like Def Jam, who's literally made billions of dollars. Oh, that's, you're saying that they're the ones that should have been the ones. They should have done these. They should have. They yeah, happened. Okay. Yeah. They yeah, should have. Yeah. yeah. They should have put together this celebration for hip hop. Um, especially, I, I would say like them and uh, yeah, yeah. I would say them. And Clips had a good idea as well. He was like, Def Jam should have done. They they had a missed opportunity. They could have done a tour like circuit where they just sent legacy acts because they were, you know, like Uncle Luke was talking about how there was no representation for the South um, like that there. Particularly Florida. Particularly Florida. Florida. Um, I mean, you could have Plies up there. Anyway, um, just playing. Or Rick Ross. I mean, that's real. You could have oh, Rick Ross. He was right. They didn't have no one. Daddy, Trina. Trina was there, though. Trina was there. Trina was there. she's the baddest. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I don't disagree with him. Uh, I don't agree, disagree with him. Basically, as a West Coast I, person, I, I didn't see a whole lot of West Coast representation. But and I, I, what I would say is, is it, that's the question of the day because, or what was the criteria of the celebration? Because it, it felt like obviously hip hop started. It born. It was born in New York, so it's like I, I get York, it. That's what I was like yeah, to me. I can't heavily New York influenced. It's in New York, so at Yankee Stadium. At Yankee Stadium, the question is, and then you had some big name artists. Obviously, you had Trina, you had Snoop there. You had, a, I think it's more or less, yeah. Uh, what Uncle Luke said is, we'll do a celebration from the, you know, we'll celebrate artists from the top of Florida down to the bottom of Florida. I think you just got to do your own and do what they did, bringing a few of New York rappers that fucked with Florida like that. Fucked with Miami like that. Bring in Snoop. Snoop already said he's going to come through. Bring in some other Southern rappers from other states and do your own thing. You don't have to. I, that That's what I'm getting from that because it, it, it definitely does feel heavily influenced. When you put all the factors together, yeah, of course, you know, it's heavily New York influence. And you only have so much. Like, but I don't think that it, it shouldn't be. Clips, and you can go right now. Like you said, I don't think it shouldn't be. Like we said, we it started. It started. Hip hop literally was born in the streets yeah. of New York. You have to get all of them that started from there to the nineties. Is so much people that you're trying to get in there. You know what I mean? There was not going to do a good job. Go ahead, Clips. No, of of course. I mean to echo that, but also you have to look at it from. Uh, in isolation, hip hop is supposed to be celebrated in the areas in which it bloomed, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so New York doing a, their own celebration makes sense. If Florida wants to do their own celebration, it makes sense. If the West wants to do their own celebration, it makes sense. But back to Kev's point, these these record labels that actually were able to, you know, make billions, trillions of dollars throughout the years. They should have been the people trying to do a circuit. They should have been doing. Uh, they should have been celebrating. I have a question for y'all. Um, how many of these artists would do it fucking with the label? A lot of these guys are no longer on these labels, and if don't they, really if pay. the label would pay them, then they would go yeah. easily. You know how many of these artists, I, Jesse? See that that's not a good argument because you know how many of these artists go do. You know, I don't want to disrespect them like that, but I don't give a fuck about Rolling Loud. You know how many artists go do fucking Rolling Loud because they're just getting the bag? They just no, go do oh, Rolling Loud. 
I, I tell me saying, if Def Jam doesn't offer some of these artists a bag, they're not going to go even if they're even if the, they don't have it, the best relationship. I would, I'm just saying how good. It, I, my question is, what's the bag? It, it would be something we can't. The answer. bags would be different for everybody. But, but I'm like, yeah, is it a good enough a bag? bag. It, it, what I would say is, do they trust the label enough that it's like, am I getting my the actual amount I should be getting? You know what I'm saying? Because that's check, check this out because. The bigger thing with that is you already, if you do it per region, right? That's where you you can work that out. The niggas know in a region that so-and-so is probably owed a little more dollars than me. So I would think if they did it in New York, then somebody like Nas and Jigga would headline it based off of the conversation that they always have of who's the best in their area. Yeah. Do it in the, yes, I, I think that works well. Yeah. It's when you cross ex- examine it from well everybody in hip-hop is joining in this then yeah you're gonna i don't think everybody's gonna say yeah because snoop wants to be paid the same way jay-z wanted to be paid right you know i mean right. so, um so, so you know so obviously we're talking about the 50th year of hip-hop so i was, it had me thinking um clips you got an older brother or you you're the oldest uh, I am the oldest sibling in, in my mother's yeah. uh, conservatorship. You're the oldest sibling. Okay. So I was thinking about this. I wanted to ask you guys this. Um, we, we all love hip hop. What's the first album you purchased with your hard on money for hip hop? I'll go first. If you have, if you, if you don't know it off the top of your head, do you know yours off the top of the dome? Uh, I can tell you the first four CDs that I got. Okay. Um, so, Back in the day, I don't know how familiar you are with this, uh, but my mom used to get those that fucking book where you could get a whole bunch of like CDs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's this like this little booklet and you could order like a whole bunch of CDs in their catalog. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how I was able to get CDs that I wanted all the time. So the first, well, the first four like that I, CDs I've ever owned in my life that well, I check the box for um was nelly's country grammar son of a bitch um, <laughs> it, it fucking marshall mathers lp by eminem okay uh and uh jaw rules uh rule 316, rule 316. and then um blink 182 enema of the state oh those God. are the first four cds that i had so you see what the time, time period was <laughs> right yeah yeah those were the first four CDs. That I remember um, getting. So. Um, f- well, for me, um, uh, so you took one. The first uh, album that I bought with my own money was Nelly's Country Grammar. Um, I remember going to Circuit City at the time. Hey, wow. <laughs> Shout out to Circuit City and um, buying it at the time. Um, but I had, yeah, I, I will say that was, place. huh? I said Circuit City sponsoring the Not List. The Notless is sponsored by Circuit City and Radio Shack. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my first album that I purchased my own money, but I had an older brother. So I had, you know, I was exposed to older cities all the time. I remember uh, taking his his uh, Mace Harlem World out of his room, listening to Harlem World. Um, that was what? That's my, that was one of my albums. Uh, I remember taking the Dynasty out of his room, just seeing the iconic jay-z post with the bandana like this taking it out of taking out uh, out of his room um my brother watches this too i'm sorry girl um but <laughs> those were the albums that like i listened to non-stop on the loop constantly uh jesse you was uh you, you 
what was the first album that you purchased that with your hard on money? You have older brothers though, so you probably went to kind of the same thing with me. You have older brothers. Uh older brother, older cousin. So a lot of our stuff was I didn't have to buy it. Um, yep. You, you though, you Jesse, you spent your dollars. I want to say you spent your dollar. On. I'm probably wrong about this. And went to the actual store and bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you didn't burn it. You didn't um, put it in burnt CD, homie. Oh man, damn. This is an audio later. podcast, Jesse. It was later, it was later in it was it was later in age. It was because you was because you was burning stuff because you was out here burning, burning stuff. So it would have to be around. It would have to be. He was he was uh, not he was not protecting the artist, ladies and gentlemen. He was not. I, I think it would be DMX. Ooh, which one? Ah, hell is hell, hell is hot. hot. Well, yeah, okay. No, 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 no. Uh, blood of my no, that was my brother's. See, I'm mixing up because yeah, like, what's the one with the bloods on them? It's uh, that's that's Ellis Hot, right? Yeah, that is Ellis Hot. I don't, yeah, I'm trying, I don't, I don't know if I bought that one, but it would be around there. That one or it's dark uh, and, and hell is hot, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, um, it was either that one, whoo, this is tough. Ah, see, a lot of these my brother bought. Or was bought for my brother. I know my brother got Hard Knock Life Volume Two. Yeah, yeah, Biggie, Notori, uh, uh, you know, Get Rich or Die. Uh, no, Get Rich or Die Time. Um, uh, Life After Death. Shit. Yeah, I, I, I got all my shit from my brother. My mom had no, See? my dad had um, Tupacalypse. Okay. Yeah, and he my had, brother had that. What was the double album? What was the double album? The double album what? Uh, Tupac. Huh? Oh, All Eyes on Me. All Eyes yeah. on Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my brother mom had me. Lauryn Hill's Emancipation of Lauryn Hill, and my mom didn't listen to hip-hop like that. We should listen to that <laughs> right now. whatever reason, Lauryn Hill, Emancipation, sorry. Uh, she, was, she was, Lauryn Hill struck a chord, and I was like, mom, what the? Okay. I think I just bought Lupe. I think Lupe was the first album I bought. Really? Two thousand and six. Yeah, I'm. I'm really going through all the albums I bought because I. I started burning shit. I want everybody to know that Jesse is a pirater. He's been a pirater for a very, very, very long time. He's been pirating this music since ever. He's never supported the artist, and the only reason he supports artists giving them money now is because he has no choice with streaming. Even hey, though streaming Jesse is not doing the best job of supporting us, no, you I... are a culture vulture. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Or no, no, my first, yeah, my first hip hop album because I bought the Usher album. Yes, yeah. but I listened to it. It was a bird copy I listened to first. <laughs> God I used damn. to be in Jesse's Corolla too. All yes. he had was burnt CDs in that. I had some heaters in this car, bro. I had heaters though. Yeah, I you had heaters. I found Jesse, that. did you get all your CDs from the barbershop? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse had heaters, but I was just like, Jesse, none of these. Why all of them have you know, one? <laughs> I know my brother got the Slim Shady uh, is a, a Slim Shady show, right? Or no, Slim Shady LP. And then he got my mom bought him 
uh, Marshall Mathers LP, and he bought the Eminem show. Yeah, I didn't buy. I didn't. Shit, man, you you, you a lucky shit. dude, man. No, just yeah. a piece of shit. Just say what it is, cause it's a piece of shit. <laughs> he, he, no, you call him what he, he's a pocketer. He, he he's is he in the straw hats. Oh man, that's wild. Damn. Uh, but I, I shit. I bought Lupe. I bought Kanye. Oh, I did. Nope, that was a bird copy too. <laughs> I was gonna say I bought the black album. That was a, <laughs> hey, you didn't buy the black album. I didn't buy. That's black crazy. Album. I, I didn't know what the black shirt says. Album. Black is beautiful. <laughs> I didn't know what the black album looked like <laughs> for the longest. There's a lot of these. Clips, I did not clips, know what yeah, how much you learn? Like. How much we learning about our mans right now? How much we learning about our mans right now? Uh, when when you said the dynasty sign was on the dynasty, you album, never noticed. He didn't know that. I was like, he's like, like, oh shit, what's? <laughs> he, he put that on the sign. I had, he had a bird. His head, he had his head turned like this. Like, had a bandana. I, had a bird. I didn't know it. I didn't know it did it on the no. I knew the only reason I knew it did it on the actual album because you know how they show like in like commercials or yeah 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 catalog. But it's like no, I didn't. I never saw it in person. Somebody drew the hands for me though. That's crazy. <laughs> Jesse, you a wild nigga, man. <laughs> and you love hip hop, huh? Hey, I do. I do love hip hop. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesse, you never seen that before. Not in person. Not That's in person. crazy. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore, Jesse. Your man. How, how do you like how do you like Beast Coast music and you never seen that? I did the most huh? Beast Coast shit ever. I had somebody I had somebody drew some hands on there, but he said I had stick figures on his blank on his front CD with hands like this. <laughs> oh man, Jesse, you ain't shit. Oh, All right. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to say about hip hop, man, and um, its representation? Uh, you guys have anything else to add besides Jesse? <laughs> oh, such a piece of shit! <laughs> wow, wow. So, so, Jesse, you, you are now a place Malone. And this is the reason why I don't some sometimes I'll be like, maybe I should ask them so it won't have a long ass like um session where he's thinking about stuff. But see, this is the reason why I don't, because you get gold like this where Jesse is, you just find out Jesse's a piece of shit. That's wild, bro. That's wild, man. I swear I support it all. The life and times of Jesse Robertson. I'm on. really trying to think. I'm like, I don't think I bought my first album until after high school. That was also when I was really getting money. Yeah. So, them, them Scandia days. But I I bought all those albums. You noticed I bought all those you albums. You bought albums. No, yeah. I'm actually getting money. I bought you those had blanks in that car too, though. No, no, don't get it too. Oh, no, plenty of blanks. <laughs> but that was a lot of mixtape shit. That was yeah. a lot. I'm gonna say yeah, mixtapes. Obviously, you know, you had to do that. All right, so from yeah, one piece wire, of shit, from one piece of shit to another piece of shit, um, <laughs> <laughs> James Harden. Um, so earlier this week, if you've been under a rock, so earlier this week, James Harden. Uh, so James Harden's in China, uh, you know, doing his shoe promotion with Adidas. Uh, so he's been running around there doing promotions, doing camps, and doing a whole bunch of stuff. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about his him versus Daryl Moore. So. James Harden, 
during an interview where kids were sitting in front of him, uh, decided to say this, and I quote, because I wrote it down again, because I, I wanted to make sure I said it, cause I, and I'm going to say it twice, like how you said it. <clears throat> Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of any organization that he is a part of. Let me repeat myself. I remember I saw the camera. Somebody took his camera up higher. He was like, hold on, hold on. He's, he's about to really get the money shot now. So also somebody told the, micro, told the microphone was muffled. <laughs> He was like, let me repeat that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of, of any organization that he is a part of. So. Can I just start with something? Please. Every this is your man's. Go, bring out your cape for your time, man's. Every time I hear James Harden talk, I'm always just like, oh, that's what your voice sounds like. <laughs> never, like I don't know what I expect to hear. Oh, we just, I, I'm like. No, nah, I'm not going to lie. This, not, this is going to, I don't want to derail us, but. Have y'all ever heard Brandon Ingram talk? Brandon Ingram just be sounding he's like he's so country. Off. He's so country. Really? Yes. He just to me he be sounding like he's high as fuck. He's so country. No, he he sound like he has uh, a country twang to his, his voice. Randy Moss. Yes. Oh, yes. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. That's why you don't hear him talk? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought he just was. He, to me, I thought he just didn't. I forgot like, where he's from off the top of my dome. But he has a really strong country twang to his voice. Anyway, Jesse, back to okay. your man's. Protect your man's. Protect your man's. Oh, yeah. no, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, at this point, it's funny because you try to listen to, like, people talk about this, and they really just don't know what to say about it because there's just so little information, and it was just so out of nowhere. And um, it's wild. I think the funniest part is – he said, <laughs> he said all that. Let me repeat myself. Never is a liar, and I'll never work, be a part of any organization he's part of. All right. Any more questions? <laughs> that <laughs> be any like, more questions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, I got plenty. Yes, James. <laughs> they didn't show the. They didn't show the crowd dead. <laughs> uh, they didn't. <laughs> like. I got plenty of questions. He did it in a place where they didn't have no follow-up questions because they yeah, all yeah. hit Daryl Morey anyway. Hey, hey, when James Harden, when you when when you <laughs> may, maybe he's not when you uh, uh, um, report to training camp. I'm sure there'll be plenty of questions. <laughs> exactly, there'll be plenty of questions when you report to training. Oh, really if he, maybe like, he don't. I was like, what was the question that was asked that made you even yeah. say that? He looked like he just got that off. He looked like after so so before so let me so let me get the timeline correctly for our listeners for those who don't know. So earlier that weekend, because they this dropping like this happened like Sunday morning, right? This was like a Sunday morning thing that he said. I remember off the top of my head. Uh, I think it's Sunday morning for our time. It's like yes. Sunday so morning. So Friday, it was reported by uh, Woj that trade talks with James Harden and any team has been off the table. He's like, Daryl Morey and the Philadelphia 76ers are not doing any more trade talks. They expect to bring James Harden in for training camp. And they and Daryl Morey uh, was obviously um, he he knew what he was doing because he knew that this would anger James Harden. He knew that the, the it's going to be an uncomfortable situation. And James Harden decided to pull a move and that we've never seen before. Um, a guy that's you want to talk about a goat? He's the goat of being getting being uh, get having his ass traded. He's the goat of wanting to being on a team and be like, all right, get me out of here. Whether it's him being out of shape or him making stuff uncomfortable. 
he if you want to know how to get out of a team, you you gotta. Uh, I guess you have to go back. And James like, Harden's not afraid to make it make it messy, so it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. How do you go back to your team and just be like, like, I, he obviously that's what he's obviously hoping for that they just force like they just take anything, but it's like they're not, you know, because Daryl Morey is just as fucking stubborn as James Harden, and he's not gonna. And what he thinks of James Harden, he wants that worth back. Right. So he's not going to just give it back or give him away. So it's just one of those things where James Harden's going to show up to make sure he get his money. But it's like, you got to go face people at this. Like, and he question you're going to be asked or you're going to get constantly get fined. But James Harden, you know, face, face he's, he's, made, he's made some money. But the thing is, which is weird. Because going back and facing your own teammates, knowing that they like your antics have started. So now it's like, as a coach, do I even put this man on the court? Yeah. Like, because it's like, it, all it's going to do is hinder the team. So well, it's and, just and James Harden, he messed up because he's the one that picked up his player option. He could have been a free agent this summer. But that's what but, he's probably but, talking he about. Wait, wait, fellas, before we get too, too crazy, Go ahead. we also got to remember the reason why he took that opt out and took that 15 mil instead of a, a max contract was because his boy, Daryl, told him, hey, we're going to get you paid. Allegedly. So on the strength of the relationship, allegedly. right, on the strength yeah, of the relationship, and I, I had to allegedly, but when, I mean, remember how close they was before yeah. all of that? Yeah, yeah. So I think obviously behind closed doors, they were talking about the negotiation of, and how he would get his back. And he was big and enough now, how – he took his pay cuts because they was able to get PJ Tucker in there because PJ Tucker was able to get paid and Anthony Melton, if I remember off the top of my head. Yeah. And, but that, that, that's constructed of, we, they were trying to do something in that like, lap in this hey, last take season. This pay cut, but now when next year I got you. And, and so now he's saying that that's, a, he's being a liar now because now he's not holding up to his end of the bargain of paying him. If that's the case, then sure. But I will also say, though, don't trust. We got to flip this. Yeah, of course. And that's what uh, Gil and all his homies they were talking about on their podcast that they have mm. is that players need to stop pay- taking pay cuts and get the bag because they don't. These owners will tell you one thing and then fuck you later. So I think the bigger thing is understanding that now that the game is not worth the 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 uh, the commodity of. Hey, let's build a team to win the thing. Now it's we gonna build a team, but I'm still trying to get paid, and that's where we're currently at the NBA. But I don't, I don't think that we got to look at it as James being disgruntled. I do think that we also got to look at what's Daryl Morey doing. Like, is is what accountability should he also take? Because if we always say that these players are doing all that, then now what they're trying to do is make it to where they can take the empowerment away from the player. Yeah. Right. And, oh, no. My only question for this is, James took away his power when he when he read up when he he could have just been a free agent yeah. and yeah none there was no team there was no good team for him to I mean if he wanted to just get it so if he would have just made himself a free agent early in free agency would the Rockets have sent the bag over him after Udoka has been there it sounded like the Rockets were not interested in James Harden no more it seems like as soon as uh, Ime went there he put he nipped that James Harden coming back here in the butt. 
But I mean, there were still teams out there that had a little bit of money. He, I mean, they just they, still weren't, teams that they would... weren't title teams, and they weren't places that he probably wouldn't have been. I mean, you could have went to Detroit. That could have been an option for you if you wanted yeah, to be right. there early. He's not gonna go to Detroit. I know. I'm just saying. But if he if he was all about the bag, he's about the bag and being in a destination that he wants to be in. Oh no no no! I, I get what you're saying. And also, I'm saying... I, and and I'll say this, and then you can go. I also think. The Sixers, and I, again, I'm not totally on the Sixers because, you know, if Darren Murray lied, he just straight up lied. But, you know, that's on you for believing him. But it is what it is. I think the Sixers are willing to pay him. I just don't think they was willing to pay him five years, four years. I think they was like, I think they was willing to give him like a two-year in maybe a player option situation or a team option situation. I think they was willing to do that, but... Harden was like, no, I want five. Give me the five years so I can get all my bonuses and get at the thirty-five percent max. Well, I gotta, I gotta also say objectively though, the Sixers have been like this since the AI days. Yep. Like their organization has been like this, right? So no, I don't. There's not an amount of trust in the world that a player may feel for that organization. But I will also say, God. if a star caliber player is asking for five years. Like they they want to be a part of that organization, and not only that, like think about it. He he's trying to have some stability and and maybe a little more loyalty. To, that's where he might want to retire. Like he's not getting no younger, so I think they got to capitalize on it too. Pockets, but he's, James Harden's made a lot of money in his career. Oh yeah, for sure. But if they're willing, if if something happens and James gets the boot, you might as well get rid of Joel too. Oh yeah, that, and that's Joel the thing. That's the ripple effect that everybody's yeah, talking I, I about. I think they. I think somebody reported that Joel took the Sixers center out of his out of his bio on Instagram. Um, but you know, we playing uh, social media games. Here, here's what I would say: is like, I think at the end of the day, if you're later latter in the latter part of your career, and you have one or two choices. You know, apparently you know, that was the narrative. One of the choices is, do I go all in for a championship? And that was the narrative with James Harden that they're like, he really wants to win a championship. He Does really he? wants to win it so bad. Does mm. he? Well, He's in the best position that he can try okay. to win one. Well, I, I, I don't agree. But that was the talk. I mean, y'all remember you y'all remember them saying that he really wants to win a championship. And part of really wanting to win a championship was taking that pay cut. And it's just one of those things where it's like you and then you took the pay the problem is you took the pay cut and then left the decision in the hands of the of your GM instead of your own hands. The, like for the next by opting in you took away all your power because you're you still and that's one of those things where it's like you okay you trusted him to try to bring the championship team in you didn't have to trust him for going forward yeah. uh, what happens after that if it doesn't you, you know it's that old lebron will uh you know one year and have the opt-out year the next year remember how he was what he was doing to cleveland that's what he was doing to Cleveland, where it's like where Cleveland always had to have a top-notch team yeah. because it was like, yo, I'm not giving you more than that. I'm not giving you more than that. And the moment you don't do that, I'm out. And so it's like, and it was a, a, the ability to maximize the, even though it doesn't show as much, but it was a great way of maximizing how much you would make in that year. But that being said, that that's why you're right, where it's like you should have did a one-in-one. 
like that's it and because and that it I don't know what was promised. I don't want to sit there and be like, he was promised something or he was told something. He might have been promised. Darren might have told him. Literally, I, I, it it makes like, sense that he would have been told that. That's clearly, the only reason why James Harden would take a pay cut in the year they got PJ in. Yeah, clearly there's something there, but I don't know what was promised. The NBA it feels like there's something that's another thing, promised. too. That's another thing. The NBA investigated after that. Huh? Huh? The yeah, NBA investigated, investigated that last year and they and they took away... But that wasn't. No, they didn't find anything. They didn't find anything. I think. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. What they actually penalized them for was just talking to, uh, you know, PJ Tucker and uh, I forgot the other person. Early. That was okay. that before. Yeah. So, but my thing is, is like that it got investigated, and that's where I'm like, it. it I, I want to say there was some sort of promise made. I don't want to. It seems like something went wrong in what was supposed to happen this year. Now, it was that it would be easier to trade you, or was it, uh, you know, you'll get the max amount, or we'll pay you? We don't know, but that's why it's like you say he's a liar. It's like, you good job in saying a statement, but what did he do wrong? Or if you say that, what happens? Because it sounds like if you elaborate, you will like the team will get penalized and you'll get penalized because it seems like y'all made a promise that y'all not actually allowed to make that and now you're putting his foot to the fire by trying to seem like you're going to expose that you're pushing your way out so i you know i mean i I will say that if james would have did a one and done it would i think it would hurt him for teams to pick him up because now everybody's going to just think that he's going to immediately do one and leave. Right. Yeah. I think what he was trying to do is set himself up with being on a team for X amount of years is I have some loyalty here. Right. But would you guys again, want to be in the James Harden businesses? Let's be real. Do you, would you guys want to be in James Harden business? It, it doesn't seem, and I hate to use this old saying, but it just makes sense. The lemon ain't worth the squeeze. The lemonade with the squeeze is just. Not- I would I would say this like like it's one of those things where you look at it like and honestly a lot of these players are like this is that. the one person that did it seems like lemonade- nobody did he, this is the one person you a- think it would work with yeah that, yeah that, like that's, that's- I don't, they had the best pick Jesse by the numbers again I listen to basketball podcasts all the time by the numbers the James Harden Joel Embiid pick and roll was the best pick and roll it was the most devastating two man game in the league he his numbers oh, sure. up. And it's and it's like the only one as close as Joker and 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 um, I can't think of Buddy's name off the top of my head. Murray, Murray, off the top of my dome. Yeah, yeah, Murray's. They had the most devastating pick and roll. It was basically any time it happened, it was a bucket or a foul. Would you take a, Would you take a flyer on on Harden? I never want to be in the James Harden business. Clips. Would you take a, Would you take a flyer on Harden? I think it depends on who's the coach. Mm-hmm. I would never want to be in it. I would much rather be in the Kyrie Irving business than the James Harden business. Kyrie, and that's not the same business. Kyrie, Kyrie's fine in my eyes. Okay. I, I, cause James could just wake up and be like, you know what? I'm cool. I don't think I want to be here no more. And he, and he's done it. He's done it multiple times. This is like the fourth and time. He doesn't even attempt to give it a chance. He, once he's like done you're in a championship caliber. Yeah. I know the Clippers is a team that you're trying to shoot for. 
But it's like after you go there, the Clippers are going to have to gut themselves with some more depth and send um, man and first round picks. And it's just like, oh, James, you're going to rely on Paul George and Kawhi Leonard staying healthy and you being there. Good luck. And Russell Westbrook. Don't forget. Oh, and you want to play with Russ again, and you and, and Russ who, playing who together, you're to gonna keep? be. Do they have to James give up? Power? Want to see the problem with James is he never wants to play off ball. You know what's gonna happen then? You and Russ can't play on the court together. No, nope. or it's just not well, gonna be good. No, Russ is gonna be off ball. What they think they're gonna do is oh, emulate. Oh, Russ being off ball. We've seen that movie before. That's not a very what good. What I'm trying to do is emulate what the. It wasn't a movie. It was. It was a few episodes. <laughs> It was okay. it wasn't very good. It wasn't a good short film. It wasn't good anything. I don't know what you want to call it. I would. Hey, uh, you leave Russ alone, buddy. So I like I, Russ when he's when Russ is by himself cooking. All right. So what's the question here? What what what? I mean, let's flip it on the other side. Uh, Clips has already said it, and I agree with him. If they trade Harden, let's say they trade him to the Clippers, who do they get? Powell? They get Powell, man. One Powell, uh, probably um, Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann. Uh, probably need one more contract in in cap in, in, in uh, Leonard. Uh, oh, in, not Leonard. Like what picks is and picks because I think the Clippers can now get to like two pick situation. And what Luke Kennard? Would they take? Could they take Kennard? It's not. It, no, honestly, it's not going to be a straight up deal, though, bro. Kennard's on the Grizzlies. Who's who was the three point dude that they had? They had Kinnard. they had they had Luke Kennard, but I think he, oh they trade oh they trade him okay it's it, it wouldn't even be a straight up deal like that it would be a three way trade for I know him. you just got KJ Martin but give me him too I uh, so if that's the case is that a good enough team for Embiid or Embiid has to try um, I don't know man. Nah, if he I is think out if of you're drilling B right now, you hot. And from what people has been saying, they said at the Michael Rubin party, B tried to mend fences, but Arden basically was just told him like, "Yo, I got to do what I got to do." He's like, you know, and B is still receptive and one. I'm saying, I, I'm just saying with the fill, I'm not Harden's gone. What's I'm just saying? What is what does M B do from here? Does he trust the organization? Does he still play he on might it? One out, he might go want to be a Nick. Um, Would you trade him? Yeah, I don't think you trade them to the Knicks. If you're the Sixers, you um, can't trade them to the Knicks. Nah, I, do. I don't care what the Knicks offer. That's like you trade them up. No, you I'm saying, would trade you them just up the street. Trade them? Would you just trade them though? Would you put them on the trade block? I, soon as a, a a star player, I mean, I would trade them before he asked for. If if James Harden was to leave, this team is not championship caliber caliber anymore. No matter if they bring back Man and 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 Norm Powell, they that's a step back. No matter how good those players are, so. Me as being me being optimistic, I would try to move Joel like kind of how like um the Sixers. I mean the Sixers. I'm sorry, the Suns did the K uh the Kevin uh Durant trade where like there was no bidders because nobody knew he was on the market. Yeah, you just trade him to the place that he wants to go to, and you just get the max, the most shit you can get out of him. Like yo, like I'm yo Kevin Durant wants to come there. I don't want to. I'm not even gonna tell him. Cal. It's like yo, I I will trade you Kevin Durant, but you got to give me everything. Yeah, every every swap, every pick, all your good young players, you got to give me everything, and that's what happened. All right, so last topic before we get up out of here, we're running along. Um, I'm gonna just start it like this: Y'all leave Sandra Bullock alone. Don't try to strip her of her Grammy. I mean, her Grammy, her Oscar. <clears throat> Y'all, uh, and, yeah, and I know that I'm. Mean, it's some serious shit going on here about the conservative, and, and you know, and prayers to Michael Orr. But 
the level of disrespect on the internet was blaming Sandra Bullock, telling she should give up her Oscar like Reggie Bush gave up her his his Heisman, which first of all it was stripped from him. Thank you very much. It was uh, not Johnny Manziel gets to talk openly about the wild shit that he did and keep his. So fuck that. <laughs> y'all foul. Y'all know again. Y'all know again. Sandra Bullock doesn't normally do like I think um, Jesse and you and I talked about this. Sandra Bullock is not doesn't normally do like critically acclaimed movies like this. So like the Blind Side was a movie that she was particularly in my mind she was kind of going for her Oscar. Me, that's that's where she made the transition. She that she was going for her Oscar chance, right? That's where. No, how long? Go ahead. Oh no! I was gonna say, didn't she do that movie with Keanu before she did The Blind Side? That you could just she was starting to make that wave of I can be taken seriously and not the wrong. Look up the movie while I while I, well, look up the movie you're talking about before I hit on this point real quick. It's like the on the other side. Like I want people to know. Do you guys know how hard it is to to get these Oscars? Even like even for for somebody like Sandra Bullock, right? Like so. Look how long it took Leo to get his Oscar. Leo did critically acclaimed movie after critically acclaimed movie, and y'all kept snubbing him. Y'all kept snubbing him. He had to fight a fucking bear for you guys to finally give him a fucking Oscar. And now... (laughs) He had to fight a bear to get an Oscar. And he's been shooting for Oscars damn near his whole career. He's been trying trying to get the Oscar one. And now I was telling somebody jokingly, I was like, like, we haven't seen Leo anything like crazy, crazy since The Revenant, I think that's the name of the movie. Leo might just start wilding out like Robert De Niro, like Robert, Robert, like people's been killing Robert De Niro for years for all the like the bad grandpas and all the movies that he's been pumping out because it's like, what y'all gonna say? I'm Robert De Niro. I'm just gonna make movies that's gonna make get me paid. I'm arguably one of the greatest actors of my time period, full stop. Now I'm just going to make movies and make money how I want to make money. Same thing with Leo. I think Leo's going to be in that bag, too. We might see Leo in the most craziest movies now. Same thing with Sandra Bullock. So that's my point. It's hard for these actors to win Oscars. So when they win them, don't try to strip them away, for especially for something that they had nothing to do with. Uh, Sandra Bullock just got a script, was a part of a movie, killed it, did a good job, and she won an Oscar. That's where I'm at. Now, Which, if you want to be the responsible like one... Clips, if you want to be the responsible one and tell them what I'm talking about as far as Michael Orr in the conservatorship, you could be responsible. But I just wanted to stay. I wanted to put on my cape for Sandra Bullock because yesterday, I, two days ago, actually, I just watched Demolition Man and I forgot how fine Sandra Bullock was in the 90s. <laughs> fine. Die. Um, well, for all the listeners out there, pretty much uh, the young man, Michael Orr. Who- was found by his his beautiful adopted parents. They got him out Ooh. of being homeless, and he so he wanted me to be responsible. So I'm trying to I'm got to be responsible because I'm just cap- I got my cap- oh, I'm sorry. Cap- I'm sorry. Responsi- so, responsibility it up. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know they took this poor young man in. Emphasis on the poor and the emphasis <laughs> on the young. Uh, he and was black. Oh yes, white very you gotta black. Make, yeah, very you gotta black. make sure that's a, yeah. Yeah, he. I think the name of the family was called the Thule family, something like that. Sorry. Yeah, some some. Let's let's just say um, they were not the Brady Bunch. Uh, so <laughs> they had a lot of money and they had a lot of resources, and the young man 
was also built of athletic stature. And with <laughs> that being said, he fell in love with some sports and they fell in love with the fact that he was good at the sports. This is random. She literally I walked around. Um, but my Michael Orr was like a 96 in Madden. Like in, I used to, when I used to play Madden and then mix uh, 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 rosters together. It was a 96. Michael Orr was like a 93 in one in the Madden off the top of my head. And I know that from, from Madden. He was like a 93, 94 in the Madden. Yes. For what? <laughs> he was a great blocker. What are you talking about? Like, he's no Michael Vick. He could have been like in the 80s. He was a blocker. So he just, you know, he was fast. Uh, Anyways, so they they jugging him for his money, America. They're stealing (laughs) his money. Yes. I know a lot of people was talking about, like, why all of a sudden, like, it's been so many years and people uh, speculated that maybe the NFL money has run out. And it's like, no, I think he just found out about this recently that he got no money, which is wild to me. Um, Hey, I had a a homie say – Obviously, his the guy's ability to read and, and write, and, and he was very low on the scoring levels in like high school. They said Somebody that said, was well, he, he said that that part of the movie was was was, was over true. overdrawn. What was over exaggerated? They said it was oh. because he, it wasn't because he was actually like an educator or anything. It was literally because he had low scores because he wasn't going to school. <laughs> it was like he transferred schools. It was like a whole situation. But he he said that was not true. Um, ah, look, so he's there. He's suing them. So he's suing them. So the petition. So he signed a petition. So he's suing this company, the Tilly family. The petition says the couple tricked him into signing a document making them his conservators, not his legal guardians, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. Yep. And the petition further. Uh, Allegates that right. the Tulis used their power to conserve to strike the deal that resulted in millions of dollars in royalties from the Oscar-winning film, while others got nothing. While or I'm sorry, I said others. Sorry, while or got nothing for a story that got nothing for a story that was basically about him. So go ahead. Also, nothing mm-hmm. from the book either. Yeah. Um. Screaming privilege. How can how can these things go past someone being eighteen? It's beyond me, though. Like yeah. once they become an adult, yeah. I don't think legally, unless unless I am, uh, you know, in ICU in a coma. Like I don't understand how you someone know. can just take care of my whole life, especially if you're way significantly older than me. Right. Like. What? But the thing makes any sense. I mean, here's the thing: they they most likely convinced the judge or somebody. Like, who knows what the fuck they did? Um, it was the South. It's fucking Mississippi. (laughs) They probably just some good ass lawyers. Yeah, some swindling and uh, you know whatever. Yeah, some benches out there. Because the thing is, like it. Obviously, when you're that age and you're making you're you know you're just trying to focus on one thing, or a bunch of people are coming into you and telling you that, and you want to trust people, and these can't, people came off trustworthy. They took them in. They did all those things that would make them feel comfortable, and they told them, "Hey, we're we're actually going to adopt you," and they convinced them that to sign these paperwork, 
But and I'm pretty sure in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm getting adopted. And anything else I got to do? No, you're fine. And then he kept moving. You know what I mean? And they treated him like a family, like treat him like a son. Treat him. And then he he's, you know, it, it just sucks that he barely learned this, you know, a few Recently. months ago. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I a lot of people think he needs money. And I'm just like, why do you? It's it's this idea that it and I thought right is right and wrong is wrong. It's definitely like one to me where it's like clearly this is a you know two Americas feeling. Um clearly it's the white people that are like, he needs money. And it's like, nah, like like yeah like, like come on, y'all. Like why would he it smells like privilege? Like I don't even call that privilege. That's just being a fucking crook. <laughs> like you're, you, 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 you lied to this young man, and first and foremost, we know why you picked him. It wasn't this. Oh, I saw a struggling young man. No, you saw talent. You saw talent. You saw talent. Football, and, you and if you guys talent, really cared and give a fuck about him, why didn't you guys give him a dime about the uh, the movie that was portrayed about him? Why didn't y'all give him a dime? Man, it's not even why did y'all think how did he get why did you convince him to not take any money from that because it's not him that it's not them that would give him a dime it would be the fucking studios it would get be getting paid by them so it's not even money coming out of their fucking pocket right but or i guess yeah to pay him it is just trying to maximize on how much you make and from somebody else's story and it's, it's wild like so it's just one of those things where I don't understand where people are like he needs money. It's like his it's his fucking money. They've generated so much like they made over seven hundred and fifty thousand off of the movie. That that's that's the kind. And the they, movie was an Oscar. And like I said, it, Sandra Bullock won Oscar for it. So you know what happens after somebody wins an Oscar for a movie? People go watch the movie. Yeah, I mean, yep. it, it it grossed three hundred million or somewhere. Yeah. Or thirty million, or something like that, and yeah, they got their percentage, and from there they were able to, from what I've heard, they were able to own, uh, open up a string of businesses in his name, all these things, and they were they were able to to make all this money off of those things, and it it, it just sucks because, yeah, you you guys. We know, as black people, as people, as people that have seen shit happen to black people, and 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 watching sports, we know how parents can take advantage of their children. We know a lot of where parents fuck their kids over doing shit to them. Um, it just screams one of those things where you watch it. I never even liked The Blind Side. I remember watching it. And I was like, this shit is wild. Like. It, you know what I mean? And I would be honest, I ain't tripping that she won an Oscar. But I was like, this is the Oscar performance that everybody, it, it didn't stand out to me. Like, it was this great movie, uh, like, great performance. But hey, it was, you know, it was her year. It was her year. But that being said, go rewatch Demolition Man. Oh. <laughs> that being Miss said, Miss Miss Congeniality. I hope oh, oh, that yeah. everything I'm works you, out for him. I'm with you, Kev. I'm with you, Kev. I, I just hope everything works out for him. Um, people that are trying to bring up Sandra Bullock, 
She's an actress. She had nothing to do with none of this. This, the, you know, what I mean, that it just sounds ridiculous that you're trying to connect the two. But that's the world we live in nowadays. People try to connect things that that just. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, I, I hope it all works out in his favor. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it will because they can pull that sway to get you and make all that money off you. I feel like they can just pay somebody off. Yeah. Uh, Don't you have anything to say in closing uh, before we get up out of here? Talk about more more about the conservatorship, more how Jesse's a piece of shit for being a pirate, his entire uh, listening experience and in his life. Um, More about you being related to Tommy the Clown or this nigga, this nigga right here, this nigga right here. Now, no, I ain't got nothing to say. I'm a pull. A, I'm pulling a rail. I ain't got nothing to say. Damn. <laughs> I was, I was, I was about long. to say, shout out to rail. Shout out to rail. Um, that's crazy though. It's conspiracy theories. I'm gonna bring this conspiracy. The last episode, we, we just happened to bring up off the rails, and then next episode, he just disappears, and then you know, he just we. I say, hey man, what happened off the rails? He gets upset. And then, you know, next episode. Oh, no, I thought it was upper management. He talked about upper, Nick, upper management. Might I'm have still rails. trying to figure out who the fuck upper management is. Hey, Clips, that's what upper management was saying. <laughs> that's not like they want to fit in with us. Like, <laughs> I don't know who upper management is trying to sound like us. Like, yeah. That's crazy, though. Upper management. That's wild. There's a lot of identity complexes on this podcast. Hey, man, look. I'm trying to get better every day. But uh, thank you, uh, thank you, everybody for all for all the listens. Everybody that's watching on YouTube, please forget don't please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. I'm sorry, it's late. Uh, don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. It helps the pod grow. Helps the pod go a long way. Uh, and if you are watching on YouTube, please like it, like the video, uh, leave a comment. Um, Jesse will start reading comments and uh, start shouting you out and uh, start answering people that ask him questions in the comment section. Jesse, anti-social Jesse is what I like asking to call him. me questions? Yeah, people be asking you questions. Hey, hey, you put, see on YouTube, put your though. actor face on. Huh? huh? Put your actor face on. You got this. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, man. Cool. It's just like reading it. lines. You're just reading comments. Yeah, yeah, reading the same comments thing. I'm going to answer them. I'm going to read them and answer them. You know what Thanks. I'm saying? And, and give them the best answer that they need to hear. There you go. Get the yes, fuck up. I'm trying to make a burner account. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be smart. That'd be smart on Jesse's behalf. Uh, for for clips, Jesse, I'm Kev. We're those millennials, and we're out.